Hello, this is Veronica from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 9th of June. The Election Commission of India announced during a press conference today that the presidential election will be held on 18th of July. President Ram Nath Kovind's term will come to an end on 24th of July and the new president has to be sworn in on 25th of July. According to the Financial Express, results for the election will be declared on 21st of July. The president is elected by the Electoral College, which consists of members of both the Houses of Parliament and Legislative Assemblies. The announcement comes just a day before the Rajya Sabha polls to fill 57 vacant seats across 15 states. In a bid to ward off any poaching, several parties such as the Congress and the Janta Dal Secular have moved MLAs to resorts. Meanwhile, a special court in Mumbai has rejected the bail pleas of NCP leaders Anil Deshmukh and Nawab Malik, who had sought relief to vote for the Rajya Sabha polls. They are being investigated by the Enforcement Directorate in separate money laundering cases. The central agency opposed their bail plea, saying that they don't have voting rights under the Representation of the People Act, Hindustan Times reported. The agency said a person who has been imprisoned cannot vote in any election. Listeners, on 31st of May, media mogul and Member of Parliament Subhash Chandra filed his nomination as a candidate for the Rajya Sabha election from Rajasthan. While Chandra will contest as an independent, he will reportedly be backed by the BJP. There is speculation that Chandra's candidature is set to benefit the BJP and spoil the Congress's plans for three seats from the state. Read my colleague Ayush Tewari's report on newslaundry.com titled Why Subhash Chandra's Rajya Sabha Dreams Are Now Congress's Nightmares. The reason we are able to bring you such reports without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. India has registered 7,240 COVID-19 cases and 8 linked deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry. According to NDTV, this is the highest jump in the number of cases since March. There has reportedly been a sharp rise in COVID cases in Maharashtra and Kerala. On Wednesday, Maharashtra reported 2,701 fresh cases, whereas Kerala reported 2,271 new cases within 24 hours. There is a surge in Delhi as well, with 564 infections being reported on Wednesday. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 31,000, with 32,498 active cases. The death toll has crossed 5,24,000. The active cases comprise 0.07% of the total infections, while the recovery rate is at 98.72%. So far, India has administered 194 crore COVID-19 vaccines. As of today, 89.4 crore people in India are fully vaccinated. According to the Hindustan Times, nearly 4 lakh booster doses have been administered and over 3 lakh children between the ages of 12 and 14 years have been given their second dose of COVID-19 vaccine in the last 24 hours. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 530 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.3 million, according to the World Health Organization. The Kerala police today fired water cannons on youth congress workers who held protests in Trivandrum. 
they were demanding the resignation of Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan over his alleged involvement in a gold smuggling case. Police also used batons on party workers who reportedly climbed barricades. On Tuesday, the key accused in the case, Swapna Suresh, claimed that in 2016, the chief minister had carried a bag full of currency during a trip to the UAE and that he was aware of everything. Suresh also told the court about the alleged involvement of Vijayan's family members and of senior bureaucrats M. Shivashankar, Nalini Netto, former minister K.T. Jalil and CM's private secretary C.M. Ravindran. Vijayan has rejected Suresh's allegations and said that they are part of a political agenda. In other news, Chandigarh police took several Congress leaders into custody after a protest held outside Punjab Chief Minister Bhagwant Man's residence. Those detained include Punjab Pradesh Congress Committee Chief Amrinder Singh Raja Waring, Leader of Opposition Pratap Singh Bajwa and Sukhjinder Singh Randhawa. According to the Hindustan Times, the leaders were protesting over several issues, including law and order, the arrest of Sadhu Singh Dharamsot, and former Minister Sangat Singh Gilzian's alleged involvement in a corruption case. Waring claimed that they came to meet Maan with an appointment but were asked to wait. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh today handed over 12 high-speed guard boats, including five built in India, to Vietnam. The boats have been built under a $100 million defence line of credit granted to Southeast Asian countries by India, Hindustan Times reported. The move comes amid increased maritime security cooperation with Beijing's rising military assertion in the South China Sea. At the ceremony at the Hong Ha shipyard, Singh said that he was hopeful that the move would be a precursor to many other cooperative defence projects between India and Vietnam. The minister's three-day visit to Vietnam ends tomorrow. Iranian Foreign Minister Hussein Amir Abdul Hayan said today that India and Iran have agreed on the need to respect divine religions and Islamic sanctities and to avoid divisive statements. Iran and India have held talks on various subjects such as trade, connectivity and counter-terror cooperation during the foreign minister's visit. The visit comes in the wake of a diplomatic controversy which saw several West Asian and predominantly Islamic countries condemning remarks against Prophet Muhammad by BJP spokespersons. Amir Abdul Hayan reportedly raised the issue during the talks and the Indian side reassured him of the Indian government's respect for the Prophet. According to an Iranian readout, National Security Advisor Ajit Doval also assured the Iranian Foreign Minister that the government will take appropriate action and that the offenders will be dealt with in a way that others will quote-unquote learn a lesson. Amir Abdul Hayan has said that Muslims are satisfied with the stance of Indian officials in dealing with the culprits, NDTV reported. On 26th of May, Nupur Sharma allegedly insulted Prophet Muhammad during a Times Now debate. Her comments were echoed by BJP Delhi media head Naveen Jindal on a Twitter post. Following this, several countries including Iran, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, Oman, Bahrain, Indonesia, Jordan, Iraq, Libya and the UAE had condemned the comments. On 5th of June, the BJP suspended Sharma and expelled Jindal. In the aftermath, the Delhi police has registered an FIR against AIMIM chief Asaduddin Owesi, Yati Narsinghanand and others in connection with the controversy for allegedly sharing social media posts against maintenance of peace and inciting people. Apart from this, the Delhi police have registered two other FIRs. One FIR, along similar lines as Oasis, names journalist Sabha Nakwi, 
Naveen Jindal and Hindu Mahasabha member Pooja Shakun Pandey, among others. The other FIR, named Sharma, and charges her under sections of the Indian Penal Code, which pertain to provocation with intent to cause riot, intentionally insulting religion, and statements conducive to public mischief. Meanwhile, the AIMIM chief has issued an 11-point statement slamming the FIR, which he said is the first such FIR to not even specify the crime. He said the police action draws a false equivalence between prominent Hindutva leaders and random social media posts with no social or political standing. He also said that Prime Minister Narendra Modi is not serious about tackling hate speech and that the Prime Minister and UP Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath have even been rewarded for hate speech. A Delhi court has extended the Enforcement Directorate's custody of State Health Minister Satyendra Jain till 13th of June. The ED has been interrogating Jain in an alleged money laundering case. The agency has accused Jain of routing money through five shell companies owned by him and his relative and using it for transactions linked to agricultural land. The ED had arrested the minister on 30th of May and the custody was set to conclude today. Earlier this week, the agency had conducted raids at premises linked to Jain and his associates and seized 2.85 crore rupees cash and gold weighing 1.8 kilograms, Scroll.in reported. Jain has filed an application for bail, as per news agencies. The US House of Representatives has passed a bill to control the sale of guns to civilians by increasing the legal age for buying assault rifles from 18 to 21 years. The move comes nearly a week after US President Joe Biden asked lawmakers to prohibit assault weapons or raise the minimum age to purchase them. The lower house of the Congress also introduced federal offences for gun trafficking and selling high-capacity magazines in the country. 223 voted in favour of the Protecting Our Kids Act, while 204 voted in opposition. According to CNN, five Republicans voted in favour of the law, whereas two Democrats voted against it. The bill was passed following mass shootings in Buffalo, New York, on 14th of May and Uvalde, Texas, on 24th of May. The House committee heard a testimony from an 11-year-old girl who said that she had covered herself in her dead classmate's blood to save herself during the shooting at Uvalde. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.